Welcome to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And good evening and welcome to another podcast. And tonight we are on episode 45 and I'm calling this the seasonal dip. Um, Just based on things I'm reading again and having my feelers out there with uh, schools and organizations and the reason I'm calling it the seasonal dip is because as a leader and past principal uh, for 20 plus years, I, I noticed that around November, December, there always seemed to be a dip in morale. And I'm talking when we don't even have COVID. Um, there was always a, some of my roughest months were usually in kind of the November, December area of a school year. So that I don't think that's changed for other principals and leaders and any organization because it seems that is a time that's a little bit tougher maybe for people and things are surfacing by then. It's kind of the uh, end of a year almost and we're getting close to the start of a new year and a lot of holidays are coming up and there's some probably unseen stressors that you're not aware of and staff are coming with different baggage and uh, things just start to happen, and if they've been with you for a while, um, that was always the time I had certain things crack, or um, I was doing um, more interventions and more working with staff and putting out more fires uh, than ever before. Um, it's different than before spring break. It's different than before end of the year. Um, like I said, I've had some of my roughest uh, situations before those um, breaks in November and December. So it's interesting, and I thought of that right now, just because a lot of things I'm seeing in the news, too. Uh, uh, national U- News just said, you know, we did a whole series on mental health and national news. Uh, they were just talking about, I don't remember the organization again, but they worked with children, and they said that, you know, normally in a tip quote typical year, uh, one in five children are usually um, diagnosed or have some kind of mental illness, which is pretty high. And they're saying now with COVID, you know, we all do because uh, like I teach in the trauma-informed teaching presentations I do, it's um, there's a lot of factors and people bring with them that they fit in with those uh, under those factors. And especially now with COVID, everybody falls into that category. And that's just one of the things of probably many that they could have or could be dealing with or bringing with them. And that was with kids, so that was unusually high. Um, And they were showing uh, students, you know, uh, young primary students, which I had some of my most severe mental illness with uh, very young primary students. But they were uh, showing some of their um, wanting to be around people and wanting to be with friends and how you deal with that because we've been in such a long period right now. And then in our newspaper today, there was even an article... uh, in our local World Herald, um, just about um, teacher burnout and some of the teacher unions were talking about different things. And uh, they talked about getting thanked by administrators, but right now it's a tough time because uh, many teachers are uh, feeling the strain of doing hybrid models and doing virtual and in-person or doing combinations and uh, filling in for other teachers who are unable to come to work because they're either ill on the lack of subs. So substitutes is a huge issue right now. So, I mean, that could also be contributing to this 
seasonal dip as well as um, not having the staff and having other people have to fill in and people are stressed out and can't make it to work and then others have to cover for them. And that becomes a never-ending cycle where you're building or you're putting more upon other groups of people that are already pushing and doing as much as they can. So, I mean, that kind of builds until um, until either that tower falls or something cracks. So um, that's another uh, thing they talked about a little bit. was, And they even talked about the chances of cer- certain people retiring or leaving the profession, you know, at the semester. And I, I recently have talked to um, numerous teachers just about that in particular. And they've been doing some soul-searching and self-reflection and um, wondering what they should do. And um, I was giving them some advice and talking them through some situations. And, and that was what I would normally be doing at this time period. And that's what made me think of this. So, I mean, I know they're coming out of the woodwork to uh, leaders. If you're a good, effective leader and you're a relational leader, you're seeing people because you're trying to help and you want to help your staff. Um, if you're not, you're probably not seeing people and you don't realize the things that are happening, which is not a good thing. Um, one thing they said in that article, too, um, they said the praise that they're getting from uh, their administrators a lot of times is it's almost like getting a pat on the back when you're drowning. So that's that's not a good uh, descriptor either. So what can you do as a principal? What can you do as a leader administrator to lift up your staff? And how can you really reward them? Um, these are questions you need to really think about. And then how do you value your staff and how do you show your staff that you value them? Um, next time I think I am going to talk a little more about, uh, um, praise and encouragement and some of the things you can do around that. And this, this seems like a really good time to do that. And I'm going to jump back to primal leadership for a second and, um, something from a book, uh, from that book that I've, I've shared with you before, but it's pertinent to this, um, uh, interviews with 2 million employees at 700 American companies found that what, what determines how long employees stay and how productive they are is the quality of their relationship with their immediate boss. People join companies and leave managers, observes Marcus Buckingham of the Gallup organization who analyzed the data. And I know you've heard that before, that people join companies and leave managers or leave leaders. I've heard that said different ways, too, by different people. Um, That has not changed for sure. So I think we'll spend some more time on um, the praise and encouragement and some of the things you can do. And in the meantime, think about... If you are a leader, uh, some of the things you can do to really show value to your staff, because one of the things I also um, recently have seen is articles on uh, snow days, and a lot of districts are looking at taking away snow days. And my comment to that would be just because you can doesn't mean you should. And um, snow days are a nice bonus that often kids enjoyed, uh, teachers enjoyed. It was a nice break for the staff. It was a surprise break. Often they came when they were needed. Often they came at a time when you needed rejuvenation. And now with all this uh, increase in technology, and I love technology, don't get me wrong, but with technology and the virtual learning, now all of a sudden we can get rid of that and you can continue virtual learning. So basically it never ends. It's kind of like having our phones on 24-7. Now we're starting to do the same thing with our kids and uh, there isn't a break. So um, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Um, some districts are doing that in our area, some are not. I think it's a good idea to, especially now under all the stress that people are under, to provide breaks when needed and 
and to kind of honor some of those uh, surprises like snow days and some of those things which used to be I know as a kid I looked forward to those and even as a as a principal I looked forward to those because it was a good time for me to get things done in the building and a good time for me to catch up on a lot of work and I enjoyed actually doing that on those days and I know the staff enjoyed just the break from the normal routine so things to think about if you are um, with different districts and your board members and if you are superintendents and things to keep in mind um, just because you can doesn't mean you should so think about some of those kind of things and I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap up and like I said next time I want to spend more time on um, some praise and encouragement and I've seen some recent uh, research on some of that and some really good articles and the quote I would like to end with tonight is when you accept a leadership role, you take on extra responsibility for your actions toward others. And that was by Kelly Armstrong. So keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, stay positive. You've been listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAnderson Consulting.com.